With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Ow. You're the only person that hasn't laughed at that yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't laugh at the... Slappy slap. Ha ha ha. Mm. This Transformers Tuesday, it's a can't miss podcast that transforms your world. Just saying. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. Hello and welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron, and joining me on this adventure into the Transformers fandom is TFG1 Mike. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. This post-Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Oh boy. Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeesh. Just another day of the week. Yeah, yeah, well, not according to TFW because they... Every other post is a is an ad for Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals, which is great. I mean, it's great that they're, you know, putting out where we can get those deals if we wanted them. But, you know, it is what it is. So tonight on the list, we are starting way back in November 17th as we are coming up on the end of the month. We are recording this on November 28th. And this is episode 428 of All Things Transformers. And we start with Hasbro to sell non-brand aspect of E1. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read this just off air when we were commiserating and trying to figure out what we were going to record tonight. And I'm like, okay, I understand this, but what is the non-brand aspect of this? Because you're still talking about... The priority brands for investment include Peppa Pig, Transformers, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, My Little Pony, Power Rangers, Play-Doh, and Hasbro's iconic portfolio of board games, including Monopoly and Clue. Okay, so what part of that is your non-brand aspect of E1? Yeah, I, I can't quite figure that out either. <laughs> I don't know if the person who posts these stories on tfw2005.com if they just wrote, wrote this title or if it was auto-generated or whatever, but like I, I don't and honestly, outside of the few things Transformers-wise that I've seen like we are going to eventually do an Earth Spark 
spoiler-filled review, and Optimus Solo is going to join us for that. Other than that, I haven't seen any E1 Transformers stuff. Like... Uh, in all honesty, I, I see this as like the hub 2.0. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, oh, we 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 bought it, we launched it, we sold it. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, obviously they're going to maximize the, the value of what they're getting out of it. Uh, and they're going to terrorize everybody else. Mm, yep. So basically uh, they're going to fold some of this under the Hasbro Entertainment team. This is just all, I don't know if it's the way that this article is written. Well, (laughs) I know that they buckled down and they, they more or less were deciding that, you know, we don't have the bandwidth for all this. We want to buckle down on certain brands. I I know that that was the original article that I'd read somewhere. And uh, so while I am, hopeful that means that better things are on the horizon for some of these like most of them i don't care other than like power rangers and transformers but yeah i mean uh, magic the gathering they've kind of screwed the pooch on that one with overcharging yeah and uh, the board games i mean i mean i love them like i like the board games don't get me wrong but they come from like milton bradley and like uh Mm uh the other company that created them and then they folded them under Hasbro in the eighties and early nineties. So they're, well, that's because Hasbro bought, uh, yeah, that's because Hasbro. there's nothing special to them. No, they're the same. Look, what I love to find the, both the regular transformers monopoly and the beast wars monopoly, get on a plane, fly to Colorado and you and I play these board games to see, what they changed like monopoly has been monopoly for God knows oh, yeah. how, you know, 50, 60, 70, whatever the hell old monopoly is, but they now have been doing these things over the last, let's say 15 to 20 years of doing themed versions of it. And I've never actually looked, I've seen them in the stores, but I've never actually bought any of them or done anything with any of them. Cause I love board games. I just don't, I'm, I'm by myself, so like not a lot of people come over here to play board games kind of thing. And yeah, I this is I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Next up, we have got the fact that Earthspark Wave 1 was found in Canada. I like these little kiosks, but I find them kind of annoying at the same time. Yes. Notice the Batman is still there and that came out in what, the spring? <laughs> yeah. I've been watching those figures get discounted out like no other because they can't get rid of them. Yep. And what's sad is these Transformers figures, mm-hmm. love or hate the show, mm-hmm. look infinitely better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, shit. I just, I'm like, Batman, what's he talking? I'm like, I just now noticed the, <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I yeah I, yeah the, these toys I mean the Earthspark toys are amazing they're really cool they're not for me but they are really really cool so those are have been spotted in Canada what's next well we have the Rise of the Beast Deluxe Air Razor first look which essentially looks like a retool 
mm-hmm. of Kingdom. Yep. Like, it's a slightly taller retool of Kingdom Eraser. Yep. This is just a prototype look, right? This isn't a final painted... No, I'm pretty sure it's the final. Really? Oh, God. No. No, thanks. I mean, it's definitely a retool of what's already out. There's supposed to be two different Eraser toys mm-hmm. for a different... Like, there was one that came out previously that they showed, which looked a little better I think but they still look awkward enough I mean they're going to Michael Bay them it doesn't really matter Yeah, they're they're going to look better than the Michael Bay stuff but they're still going to look pretty craptastic yeah. compared to what we're expecting yeah. but they did retool I mean it's the same toy same transformation you can tell by looking at it yeah that's crazy I mentioned this, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, the one of the last time we did a news episode or whatever, but apparently they're doing another one now, folks. Transformers X Segway Bumblebee Segway Go-Kart Pro Limited Edition Official Reveal. The official Segway website have revealed their second product of the new Transformers crossover Segway collaboration following the Megatron GT, that's right, the Megatron GT2 Super Scooter God. <laughs> now they present us the Bumblebee Segway Go-Kart Pro, featuring a special deco inspired by the yellow Autobot Scout. Bumblebee Segway Go-Kart Pro stopping Decepticons is cruising cool. Pledge to protect Bumblebee look to Segway Labs to help him with his mission to stop Megatron. Inspired by Bumblebee's unassuming speed, the Segway Go-Kart Pro, powered by Segway, were designed for a speedy ride with great durability and performance. Oh, Lord. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. I know Segways are expensive, but hell no. You can order it now via the Segway website for $2,299.99 and ready to ship. Hell no. Hell. I don't, I don't care enough. I know you don't. I know you don't care enough, and that's fine. But segways to me are lazy people ways of getting around. Well, I walk. Well, you know, I'm old. I'm fat, and I'm disabled, so I have to use a cart in the grocery store, one of the motorized ones. But that's just me. But this is just some. This is not like a a a motorized basket cart from from Walmart. This is like. I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm like, almost $2,300 for this? No thanks. Yikes. That's no. All right. Next up for me, this is very cool, and I wish I, I, I got to look at these images better. But official The Transformers print set and screen print announcement via the More Art Gallery and Spainters, Spainters Collective Instagram accounts have made an official announcement of some new official The Transformers print set and screen print. These are a special collaboration between More Art Gallery and Spainter Collective, which offer us four 18 by 24 archival pigment prints as matching hand numbered set each and very impressive 36 inch by 12 inch 
screen print variant on red foil, both in editions of only 100 pieces worldwide. The prints feature the following G1 characters and artists. Bumblebee by Alberto Reyes. Optimus Prime by Ruiz Burgos. Megatron by Aurelio Lorenzo. Starscream by Sanios. I'm sorry if I screwed that up. Red foil screen print with separations by Sanios. All right, I'm looking at these, and they look really cool, but I don't know. Now, if I had them all, like the the red foil, the, 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 is it the second, uh, it's the, it's the image right after Starscream where it's all of them put together. Mm-hmm. That looks really cool. I would love that. That is a great mural. But individually, eh. yeah, that's, yeah, putting them all together. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you could buy them individually and and obviously make the scene, but the red foil version one where it's kind of like black and white, where it's all one print, that looks really cool. There's a third party company that uh, is making a oversized Rhinox of Kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. In masterpiece scale. Oh, wow. And fixed uh, color in uh, head sculpt. Wow. That's cool. Speaking of bad head sculpts, though. (laughs) Rise of the Beast 2-in-1 Optimus Primal roleplay mask. But you have no opinion on on, on the screen prints? I mean, I like them. Yeah. They're not something I would go out of my way to get. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rise of the Beast 2-in-1 Optimus Primal Roleplay Mask and in-package images via Baidu users we have our first in-package images of the new Transformers Rise of the Beast 2-in-1 Optimus Primal Roleplay Mask. While we had previously seen images of this transforming roleplay mask and its instructions, we finally have clear look at the packaging showing the art and the mask, plus a clear look at ROTB Optimus Primal Beast Mode CGI model. I'm wondering if these masks actually sell. I don't know, because I don't see a lot of I never of see them leave the shelves, though. I never see people saying, I bought this for my kid, or I bought this for myself to play around with it. Like, yeah, I never see, you know, I, I don't know. And honestly, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the back of the packaging with the the little kid model that, you know, has it on his face. It's it's ugly. It looks like Cobra Commander's mask in the first G.I. Joe live action movie. That actually looks better than this to me. Oh I know. <laughs> And the fact it transforms is pretty sad, too. Yeah. Very much so. All right. And finally, we have the fact that the Transformers Generations HasLab Deathsaurus is fully funded. Congratulations to everybody that wanted this figure for 180 bucks. Eh, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's basically a masterpiece. No, it's not bad. I just, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, I had no, there were maybe 
three things from Haslab that I can think that I absolutely wanted. Ravage. Uh, the Beast Wars Ravage. Uh, and the, the limited edition all-purple Galvatron, and there was something else, too. I don't remember what it was. Oh! The the white the white sound wave mm. that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Yep. So, you got any other news, or is that it? Uh, there's the international sightings. The only thing I wanted to bring up from that mm-hmm. was that they're, they're having canine and iguanas reissues from Beast Wars. Okay. Um, which I think is cool. I wouldn't mind getting my hand on canine. I already have Iguanus, the original one, so I don't really care right. um, on that front. But I think it's cool that they're selling him anyway, despite yep. that he's like quadruple the cost. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I find it interesting, Classic Heroes team, which is normally the Autobot equivalent of Rescue Bots leftovers. Right. They have two Megatrons. One of them is a tank. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a alligator. Like green alligator. Oh, very cool. Which I find very very entertaining because the original first Beast Wars Megatron was an alligator. Yep. Which I wish they almost would redo that figure in a like a deluxe. Yeah. Just because I'd love to see it. Yeah. I Okay, so you're between the two of us. I mean, I'm kind of I'm not a Beast Wars Megatron expert, but I know my shit when it comes to Beast Wars Megatron for the most part. Look at all of his transformations, all of his changes from season 1 of Beast Wars to the end of Beast Machines. Mm-hmm. Okay? In that span of everything that he turned into, I cannot hear that voice coming out of an alligator's mouth or whatever the head would look like for the alligator. I, I just can't hear David K as an alligator as, as Megatron. That would, well, I mean, Optimus primal was a, 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 a bat. bat. Yeah, no, I know. Like, you know, that's no, like I, it, it, it's too weird. I mean, I love that they're doing it because they're paying homage to what might have been. I think that's very cool. But well, originally when they they scope, you know, they they created it. Mm-hmm. Optimus Primal and Megatron were supposed to be the originals, right? And then they kind of created their own new mythos when Beast Wars started, and they're like, "Yeah, we're throwing all that out the window." Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I like the idea. Um, it, it could be an interesting basically way of bringing well for instance look at the idw yeah because technically megatron reappears after yep everybody and so think about it if he would have became an alligator to hide out (laughs) we could work yeah no i'm not saying it couldn't it absolutely you could do anything in that comic if if we still had that comic but sadly we don't uh, that's but yeah, so that's that's part of it. Um, also, the other cool thing is uh, Transart has uh, Rat Trap coming out. Very cool, very cool. Um, they've also got, uh, in addition to the Black Arachnia and Cheetor, they have Transmetal 2 Dinobot. 
coming out. Nice. And uh, what I find amazing is the level of detail they dump into these figures. Mm-hmm. I know I should be like a paid mouthpiece for these, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so primal, uh, the transmetal primal is like about eight and a half inches mm-hmm. tall. And then transmetal cheetor is about seven. Optimal optimus is 9.4. And wow. then, Transmetal Megatron is ten point two, nice. so he's already bigger. Uh, what I what I noticed is, uh, luckily I have it, yeah, <clears throat> because they cancel the LED eyes, right? Yeah, 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 on future ones, and so they give a free sticker to replace the eyes and the the chest piece, which never lit up anyway, right? And you just put it on there. And actually, what's funny is if the eyes light up and you have the the sticker on the eyes, mm-hmm. it means that his eyes just glow around the sticker and through part of the sticker, but it uh, it just amplifies the sticker that's there, and then when the lights go out, his eyes still shine and shimmer from the uh, sticker. So it's really, it adds to the uh, uh, nice aspects of it, instead of having dead eyes when he's not turned, you know, when the lights aren't turned on on him. Right, yeah. So it's um, you know it, it it adds to the aesthetic, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Rat trap is like almost six inches tall, and then black arachnia is shorter than transmetal rat trap, which seems like an odd choice because I mm-hmm. think she was taller. Can't recall, but I remember her being about he- Silverbolt's height, and Silverbolt was taller. Well, she's not at, she's a little bit if I remember correctly and I'm going off the show memory, not the toy memory. She's a little bit shorter than uh, uh Silverbolt, but Rattrap is definitely shorter than Black Arachnia. Yeah, so it was just a weird choice there just yeah. like Megatron being huge compared to Optimal. Yeah. And then uh they have Transmetal 2 Cheetor which is eight and a half inches tall, which it's about par for the course, but he's still too tall for their optimal, which everybody's complained is too short. And then this is the kicker, like the only one I'm interested in out of these three of Black Arachnia, Cheetor, and, and Dinobot mm-hmm. and their transmittal twos is Dinobot, and he's yeah. the same height as Megatron. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that doesn't work. Nope. That's I'm like, I'm like, if, if, if it was like, as tall as like masterpiece regular Cheetor, like seven inches tall. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful looking figure and it comes with his little gun and all that stuff. But yeah, I just, uh, for the size, it, mm-hmm. it's an automatic no, but yeah, I, I really love the detail this company puts into things. Yeah, no, they, they do some great, great stuff. It's pretty sad when Hasbro won't even put the work into Beast Wars uh, Masterpiece, but yet third party is doing it and knocking it out of the park. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what I got going on. And then um, waiting for... There's been a couple of third party upgrades for like Inferno mm-hmm. where they've got a couple of options. One of them is they gave him his big giant fire gun because, right. again, he didn't come with it. The other thing is, is there's been some add-ons where uh, a third-party company made a plug that bends 
So basically, you can turn his uh, his his jet cannon right. that they have mounted on top of the ant mode and beast mode. They have a spot where you can mount it in the actual thorax of the back end of the the ant and hide it. Oh, very cool. Uh, and it's like, and it's just a bendable part, but it also converts so that you can use it to add on to the gun aesthetic of it in robot mode. If you so choose, yeah. or you can just use it plugged into the back. And so I was like, Oh, okay. That's kind of neat. And, uh, then of, of course, transmittal two Megatron, the only upgrade they have for him is, uh, the tail. Yeah. Like where you can completely replace it and it just adds it and makes it longer like the show. But otherwise, like I was kind of surprised that the one thing that they didn't make and it may come out eventually. Right. Is a third party thing to fix the beast war or beast neck Mm -hmm. of the beast mode in in beast mode and uh, also the robot mode face because it comes off. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm waiting for somebody to have a replacement. Yep. So for me, I'm okay. I have my Jada nano metal figs. I have series one. I have series two. I don't know if they're going to do a series three with the transformers. I'm looking at that. Obviously I'm waiting for more transformers, Funko pops that are not the NFTs because the NFTs are extremely difficult to get. And I don't like the, and I should say, I should quantum qualify the nft redeemable ones there's only out of all the ones they have for transformers there's three that i want the hot rod the gold optimus prime and the devastator but nft uh, so i'm looking into other things and other whatevers and i'm pulling out all this stuff as i'm i'm still unpacking i've been in this apartment since june of this year and I'm still like setting things up and getting furniture here and whatever else and all that. And so I pull out all my posters and I get three frames. So I had the two, I was lucky enough. I actually sold one of them to, to Jason Duvall of toy world order. I sold him the DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. But originally I had bought the special edition movie version, transformers, the movie, from Shout Factory, and they're like, "Oh, here's here's a poster. Here's here's a here's a hot rod poster done by Matt Ferguson." I'm like, "Oh, awesome! Very cool." Well, I now have a Blu-ray player, so I went back to Shout Factory a couple months ago, and I'm like, "Oh, do they still have? No, they don't. They just have the regular version. That's fine. I don't need the steelbook version. That's okay." So the regular version still came with the regular poster, so I was able to get both Shout Factory posters. That's cool as hell. Uh, and I have those framed. I finally got my, uh, it's from Camilo Art. I'm sorry, Camilo, if I'm miss, if I'm screwing your name up. He did a art print with Jamie Johnson. Uh, it's a homage to the Turtles in Time video game character select screen. Nice. So I finally got that. Yeah, I finally got that framed. And I pulled out my 20, 24 by 36 or 24, 27. I, they're bigger posters of the one I, ones I've had for years, the, the TFTM poster and the Transformers Generation 1 poster that I have. 
so I've got that, and I'm just kind of figuring out where I'm going to put all this stuff and whatever else and and all that. And I also finally got – I have, and I, I cannot believe this, but my buddy Joe, Joe Reed, who has done all the TM and, IDW TMNT comics with me, he – either bought it off their website or he went or a couple years ago, San Diego is before the pandemic. Uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con IDW had this um, issue 46 to 50 of IDW's TMNT was all this like, you know, build, I'm going to say build a figure, but it was all this, you know, it's like those, those, those prints I was mentioning. If you put them all together, they make one big mural. Well, the covers for this done by Santa Luco all make one big image and they were made, they had art prints of that. And I was like, oh my God, Joe, I would die if I could have, you know, I, I would love to have that. So he got it for me, but not only did he get it for me, I have, and I've interviewed this guy, we've interviewed him like two or three times, Bobby Kernow, who is the chief turtle editor at IDW, or at least he was, I think he still is, uh, Bobby Kernow. Tom Waltz, the writer, and Kevin Eastman. I have their signatures on this poster. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's the next thing I'm going to be getting framed. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've, I've had that. I've had the, the, the Turtles comic poster. I've had that in a tube for like four and a half to five years now, however the hell long ago it was. But, you know, so I finally pulled that out and... Yeah, I'm just kind of restructuring, reorganizing, all that good stuff, and haven't really. I've still got, you know, like you said, you have pre-orders waiting. I have pre-orders waiting for the the core class sound blaster, and and oh, they did the. I think I mentioned this because I remember. I just looked at the last news post we did, and it was in there. So the three zero MDLX Rodimus. I have a pre-order in for that, so that's going to be cool. But yeah, I mean, I'm not real. I mean, other than those things, which are like a few months out, it's holiday time. I'm kind of winding down. I've, I've got several things in the works. I'm, I'm at the point where December 8th will be 15 or 14 years that I've been doing this. And I'm not in any rush anymore. Like I love when we record and we have fun and whatever else. After the fact, I'll edit it when it, it'll it'll get edited when it gets edited, unless yeah. it absolutely has to come out tomorrow or you know whatever. Uh, I'm very much slowing down in my old age of forty two and seven eighths, and I'm I'm really digging, and I'm not trying to spoil my. I don't want us to get into the whole Earth Spark review thing here, obviously, but I kind of I like it's. I know you didn't like certain aspects and like I said, I'm not trying to, but like between like, I feel a resurgence in transformers animation between bot bots and earth spark. Cause it's two totally different things that like just hit me in so many different ways. And it's very, very cool. So I'm interested to see what happens next with, with all of that. And I hope to ha- I don't even know if High Moon Studios is still around, but I want to. Oh, they're still around, but they don't have the license anymore. Well, they need to get the license back because I want another, like, I want the Siege of Cybertron or the, what, like, I, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, what else we got? We got anything else or we kind of. Well, I'm waiting for uh, my Transmetal 2 Megatron to show up so I can custom repaint it. <laughs> this is the dragon, right? Yep. And now, mind you, I've had <laughs> the premium one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sold it because it was too big. Yeah, it had he been, I don't know, the size of Optimal. Yeah. <laughs> like nine and a half inches instead of like 15. <laughs> uh, I probably would have kept it. And it was kind of, kind of, and I say that like, it. What, what's sad is as a kid, I absolutely loved the Dragon Megatron. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I like the regular Transmetal better. Yeah. But he did his most menacing stuff as the Transmetal. Um, yes. Excellent. In any case... I mean, the only thing he did as the dragon was set people on fire, which is fine. That's all well, good, and nice. That's well, great. I, but... I liked the design, and I liked how they kept his face the same. Yeah. What I, there were things that... I really wanted to like the figure. But right. not only was it monstrosity sized high... I had no ambition to try and transform it. Yeah. Uh, just none whatsoever. I just, it, I was more afraid of breaking it or chipping the paint. Yeah. And I'd heard issues with the paint. So I really was kind of, I don't know. And, and the fact that it pretty much funded most of my collection on its own. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, now, don't get me wrong. I really like the detail in this thing. It's very shiny. It's very accurate, except for the face. Yeah. Something about the head is weird. I yeah. couldn't place what it was, but there was something just off with the face. Is it my Gigatron? You, no, I'm talking about this this masterpiece one. Oh, okay. The the other one, the the Hasbro release, the legacy figure. Not only is the paint wrong, in majority of it. I mean, I like what they did for the dragon arm and the head. Yep. However, the beast mode head, or not beast mode head, the robot mode head is Gigatron. Yeah. It's not even it's not even the correct version of Megatron. It's or the correct show. Yeah. And so that's the main gripe I'm seeing with it, and that was my gripe with it more so. Like some people were like, "Eh, the neck isn't long enough," or the you know, the arm isn't long enough. The tail isn't long enough. I'm like, eh, I really don't care. I'm like, as long as it, you know, kind of is in the ballpark somewhere on those, like, I really don't care because primarily I'm, I'm going to keep it in robot. Yeah. Like the, the kingdom beast Megatron, I've oh. never transformed it. Yeah. Actually, most of my kingdom, I've not transformed. Yeah. Well, because again, you, you love the robot. Like you don't dislike the, the, like it would be super cool if you had two of those where you could transform one of them into, no, no, no. But you could transform one of them into T-Rex and have the jets have the, have the, 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 the flying things. That would be super cool. Or the, or the, or the roller skates or whatever. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But like I, but like I'm, I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. and I'm not sure how successful this is going to be, but mm-hmm. uh, they did sculpt a lot of the detail in it. Right. Other than like the shoulder pads and some of the other aspects. I, I'll probably file the beast mode feet to be sharper <laughs> just so they look better uh, when they're on his chest. And then uh, I, I'm probably going to take a lot of it apart. There's some parts that are backwards, like the little claws on the wings. Mm-hmm. They're backwards. You'll poke your eye out, kid. <laughs> and then the wings, like I, I get that they're super flexible and they're kind of translucent. And yep. I, I get that they look fine and beast but in robot they look ridiculous like i feel like the original figure was better in the wings in the beast mode than this one whereas this one's better in the robot so my goal is is i'm going to take the wings off and spray paint them all gold and shine this thing up i'm gonna make it a real transmetal very cool very cool so but yeah anyways that's my tangent for the night. No, no, no. That's that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I will say, because this episode will be coming out before the Toycast 164, uh, I recorded with Dr. Pants from uh, Transmissions, and we did his his toy collecting. Yeah, it was Jim's Doves, the Toycast Origins. And he is a huge Soundwave fan. Nice. And I asked him, I said, well, do you know about the Jumbo Funko Pop sound wave with the cassettes? He said, yeah, I know about it, but it's not really. And then I went on, was it? Yeah, it was Game, it was a GameStop exclusive. I went on GameStop's website and I'm like, dude, this thing is 15 bucks. I paid 40 for it because mm-hmm. it, it's a Jumbo. It's a, it's a 10 inch. It's a, it's one of Funko's bigger figures. So it's more expensive. I paid MSRP and I love it. I'm not complaining about paying for the $40, but I'm telling him in the sh- like literally there's a point in that episode that's coming up where I basically bully him into buying J- Funko Pop Jumbo Soundwave with cassettes for like 15 bucks. <laughs> and I'm not a bully. I'm not like I was I was always the kid who just didn't care about, you know, I'll I'll leave the bullies alone. They leave me alone. But I'm I'm just like peer pressuring him into like you say you're one of the biggest Soundwave fans and you don't have this. How can you not have this? I'm thinking of buying a second one to to paint the eye the 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 eye slit red because the eye because again I've I mentioned in every episode when I talk about the Funko stuff their license with Transformers is for the toy base. So the, the eye, eye visor for Soundwave is yellow. And I'm like, oh, I really want the red. I want the show accuracy, damn it. So, yeah. All right. I think this is going to be a short episode. Yep. Unless you have anything else you want to bring up. No, there's there's no issue with that there. I mean, it. it I think that... I, I think that short and concise is probably fine here. Yep. Plus, coming up next, like I said at the beginning, we've got our Earthspark spoiler-filled review with the two of us, plus Optimus Solo. And then after that, folks, it's the winter of Bayhem.
Oh boy, are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready. We'll find <laughs> out. We'll find out. Well, we're starting with the best and and ending with the worst. So <laughs> at least it's at least it starts off good with Bumblebee and then goes into the shit. It kind of devolves from there. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, Megatron, you want to take us out of here? Do we want to do socials, or what do we what do we want to do to close this thing out? So you can get a hold of me on the Twitters at SCP21 and yourself, sir. I'm at TF2 and Mike. You can also follow at All Things TFV3 and at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, transform and transcend, and be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine, Megatron. Yes, don't you have the decoder? I thought you were going to come bursting through a brick wall with Kool-Aid Man. Oh, no. We'll catch you next time, folks. Ah, my happy little band. Eager to begin another glorious Predacon day, are we? (laughs) Yes. I wish to speak to my lawyer.